Welcome to a beautiful podcast to fall in love, an unofficial Bachelor Nation show from TV Guide. I'm Liam Matthews, and joining me across the internet from TV Guide Mansion is my co-host from Ari Season and Bachelor in Paradise, the birthday girl, Jacqueline Trumbull. Hello. Happy birthday. Thank you. I love my birthday. I'm one of those people who announces it to everyone I can. <laughs> I was walking around Bangkok earlier, and I was trying to get a photo of myself, and it, it just wasn't working. And like the whole reason was just so that everyone would wish me a happy birthday on Instagram. So I just had to post a shitty selfie. <laughs> no, it looked nice. I mean, it was fine, you know, but like Bangkok was just blurry in the background and I didn't look that happy. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you had to do it. So, so where, so you're in Bangkok. Dude, I love Bangkok. That's so exciting. So where in Bangkok are you? Where, what are you, what's on the agenda? What did you, well, what did you do on your birthday? <laughs> So my birthday started last night and last night was actually super fun. We kind of ended up in the, I guess, what would be the red light district. It's the it's the part of Bangkok that's showcased in the Hangover 2, which I've never seen. Um, and we kind of ended up there by accident because we, we just were walking down the street and needed to go to a bar immediately because it was close to midnight. Um, but I mean, I, I don't know, that was sort of sort of entertaining. Um, the The people there are very aggressive towards men. And so I was like a human shield for my two male friends. But today we went to Chinatown, which I think might be the largest Chinatown in the world. And it was it's just beautiful, colorful, bustling. It's like a huge street food fair. So I was doing that um, until I was ripped from my celebration to watch the world's worst episode of The Bachelorette. Um, and now here we are. <laughs> my friends are off getting massages. <laughs> I'm podcasting. <laughs> Wow, what a life. Yeah. Well, that sounds amazing. That's great. I'm celebrating until the end of my American birthday, so I've got like 15 hours left or something. Oh, yeah, because it's, yeah, no, that's that's the way to do it. Right. Yeah, get some nice uh, some nice food from wherever. I don't know what, I'll, I'll say, there was some menu, restaurant that I went to that was incredible. I'll, I'll, I should send it to you. Oh, great. You should go there. Okay. It's like a tasting menu restaurant. It's kind of expensive, but it's, I mean- it's expensive for Bangkok. For here, it's not expensive. Yeah, perfect. I mean, you always want to go to one or two actually nice restaurants whenever you go. And then otherwise, just eat street food or hole in the wall. Yeah, it's all great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they get the uh, they get the little pork balls that they're grilling everywhere. They get those at 7-Eleven. At the 7-Elevens that are literally everywhere. Dude, one of my favorite things to do in Asia is go to the 7-Eleven. I've already been three times. You have to. <laughs> But the snacks are so cool. Today I had coconut milk and swimming inside were these like little pink noodles that were very, very, very thin. Um, and it was just a very, it was just the oddest sensation of eating these like gelatinous, tiny angel hair noodles inside of coconut milk. Um, and then they've got like, and this is, I, I sound like such a f-ing Philistine talking about 7-Eleven snacks in Thailand, but <laughs> I really love it. <laughs> like it's been hours. Yeah. Well, this is a much better birthday than last year. Ah, uh, yeah, no kidding. Jacqueline got sent home from paradise on her birthday last year. Yeah, never forget. And now she's in paradise on her birthday. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, so now, now we got we can't talk about Thailand forever. We have to talk about what we're here for, which is the Bachelorette. Um. So after the resolution of last week's Luke P. Luke S. Cliffhanger which was Lucas left after uh, Hannah watched the two of them argue for a while. Um, it was off to the Scottish Highlands this week for some low culture. Mike got a one-on-one, and while Hannah is not going to pick him, he made a good impression with his pearly whites. The group date was milk racing and kilt wrestling, 
and uh, we saw everyone's bagpipes. Luke P had an excruciating one-on-one where he could not express an emotion uh, to Hannah. You, you hate to see it. <laughs> she said she couldn't give him a rose, but the episode ended before we saw his response. And I have a feeling we'll be seeing more of him. I think she's going to give him a rose at some point. I really do. Yeah. So how did you think Hannah did this week? I did not like Hannah that much this week. No? I thought she was largely incomprehensible. Um, I thought her confrontation with the Lukes was pretty annoying because she, I mean, I I, I kind of liked that she said to talk to each other so she could just observe them, but she did absolutely nothing with that and then just left the room. Um, And it kind of seemed by that action that she was disappointed in Luke S in particular because he was the one talking Instead of giving any credence to his very justifiable frustration, she just left the room. So again, it was like the same thing that happened with Colton last season. I don't know if that's a production thing or what, but like, well, okay, what was the point of that scene? Um, Just to like embarrass these guys. The point was to to get that reaction shot of Hannah sitting there. It was to make a, it was to make a meme. Yeah. The looking at the camera thing was, I mean. That's what it was. People like, as soon as that happened, people were sharing screenshots like mood. Right. But I mean, so what do you think? I mean, were the the producers were just like, hey, go sit in there and after about 25 seconds, look straight at the camera. Pretend you're Jim Halpert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't like her date with Luke P. I mean, I will go into that in more detail, but I didn't think that either of them expressed themselves clearly whatsoever. And she kept making demands of him that I didn't think made very much sense. I mean, I think she's kind of got his number. Like, she she knows there's something off about him, but she's still refusing to just acknowledge the fact that this is a lost cause. Yeah. And anyways, we'll go into it more later, but I just, that, yeah, that whole sequence I thought was boring and frustrating. And, uh, And as for her date with Mike, I mean, I didn't get much from that either, so. No, it was kind of a dull episode. So you said she, she, she hasn't been able to give up Luke as a lost cause, but do you think she really is holding on or do you think, um, do you think he's being kept? Cause they're like, we need, we need some friction here. I think she's really holding on. Yeah. I actually think so too. Yeah. Which is what makes him an interesting villain. And I actually hope he stays. And I, and I was surprised at the end when she said, I can't give you this rose, but given that we did not see him walk away, I'm also, I think you're right that she probably changes her mind and gives it to him. Cause that whole sequence at dinner, I was like, what is the, you know, what's the point of pushing this so hard if you're just going to send him packing? Um, and I, and I, and I also didn't think that her, I got a lot of what she was saying. Like, it's okay to accept your flaws. You have to take, you know, you have to own them. I thought that was reasonable and great. She kept asking for emotion, which is like, I don't know, Hannah, the whole point is that he's a boy. Like, that's the point. He doesn't, you know, he gives you emotion when he can, you know, prepackage it in like nice, strategically timed words. But it's like, I think he kept kind of trying to tell her something but then she would switch gears and be like i just want to know the real you like do you like macaroni or spaghetti you know how do you feel about your dad and it's like hannah you haven't asked him these questions like that's not the topic of conversation right now so i you know i got frustrated with her in moments like that when also she was not expressing herself particularly well so i just they both seemed so confused he's completely fake obviously but at the end of the day you have to just let the fake people go i mean stop pushing Yeah, I actually, I mean, I actually, I kind of understood where she was 
coming from there where she she just needed like she was being very emotional and just not like it was she was not asking him rational questions because she needed some form of emotion from him. he was giving he was like he was like a robot and she was just like you gotta like just get angry like <laughs> like you gotta he was just so flat and she just needed some sort of connection that he just was not capable of giving her in that moment and it just wound her up so much he was but not you know he I mean, he was on the defense i think my my biggest problem with him is that he was very manipulative in that conversation and he he the only thing he was thinking of how to do is how to deflect responsibility and blame like that was annoying but when you're being confronted and you are being asked to like explain yourself or explain the situation in the house i mean i don't know you're not going to start throwing plates that would be a bad sign and he he expresses emotion all the time it's just not real emotion so i i think that's why she's so confused it's like oh you tell me you're falling in love with me but then you don't yeah but then you don't back that with any with any oomph. It is kind of funny to watch him in confrontations with the men in the house because he's clearly scared now. I love the moment when he walked down the stairs to go on his date and he looked shell-shocked. And it's very clear that he is scared of saying anything to them. <laughs> Rightfully so. Because they jumped right. out his throat the moment he opened his mouth. Yeah, I mean, they do it every single time. He can't. And it's funny because I bet a, probably a lot of viewers are thinking, like, Luke, why do you keep talking in these group situations? But he's being prompted every time. I don't think he would be speaking if he weren't being prompted yeah. by a producer. Yeah, he really doesn't care about the other guys, which is interesting. I mean, we'll talk more about Luke's character we were trying to talk about hannah but but it's hard to talk about anything but luke right now but um but yeah it is it is he is very scared like even with even with hannah like that was my like he couldn't he couldn't show her any emotion because he was scared to let it out like she was like give me something and he was like if i give her something she's not gonna like it you know, you, what are you supposed to say when somebody says, give me emotion, like, give me some emotion right now? I mean, what, like, are you going to flip the table? Like, what are you going to do? It's just, people don't really respond that way. Emotion happens when you are emotional, when it's when it catches you, you know, when you're when it it overcomes you and your eyes start watering or it, like you can't just ask for it. And so I I kind of if he weren't being such a manipulative dick in that moment, like I kind of would have felt for him because it was I thought it was very unclear how he was supposed to respond. She kept going back and forth, like, tell me about macaroni and pasta, and then give me some emotion specifically about this situation, and then tell me about what's going on in the house, and then stop telling me about what's going on in the house and be emotional. It's like, what I don't like, what do you want? <laughs> I mean, if he weren't incredibly narcissistic, then he would have acted naturally this whole time, and she wouldn't need to prompt him. But just prompting someone is not going to get very natural emotion most of the time, especially when you're in a defensive situation. Yeah. I also, I, I kind of suspect that Luke is the kind of man who just has a very limited emotional range. He doesn't feel much beyond anger. A lot of men are like that. Well, he has shockingly low self-awareness. I mean, shockingly. I don't think he can tell you anything about himself beyond how much he can lift and really trite stories about his life. You know, I love Jesus. 
I used to use women. Now I'm ready for love. He's not here for the right reasons. Like he he uses cliches to just to express everything. She's like, who are you? He's like, I, I don't know. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm 24. And the only thing I've cared about for the last four years is banging chicks. Like, did you hear my intro video? Yeah. It was like it was like watching. It was like I was like, this is the Tower of Babel. Like they're speaking different languages here. How did you think Hannah did? I thought I mean, I I kind of liked how um, the you, you got a sense of, of like what her sort of emotional life is like, like what she needs, like what she needs reflected back to her, how she interacts with people in the way of you don't see it. I liked how horny she was, but we'll get to <laughs> we'll get to that later. I mean, I still enjoy Hannah as a bachelorette very much. I think that she, out of anyone we've ever had, we we learn more and more about her every episode. Like this show yeah. seems like it is about Hannah, and I'm getting to know Hannah, which is so cool, and that has been lacking from so many seasons. And it's even worse with the men with bachelor with the bachelor. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I liked that we saw her being kind of irrational. Right. Like we saw that was, you know, part of her character. She's a complex character. Yeah, and she's still That's good cool. at she's still good at calling people out. She's still very assertive. She's got that fearless quality to her. I mean, I think, you know, there's there's a lot there's a lot that I liked about her this episode. I just wouldn't say that it was her best. No. She also did something I don't agree with. Ooh. And that was Eliminate John Paul Jones. I why every single episode, our boys go home. <laughs> well, she doesn't. She has different tastes than than we do. I, well, it's not like I would want to date John Paul Jones, but you keep him around for as long as you humanly can. Yeah, I mean, John Paul Jones is a star in paradise right now. I am sure. I hope so. I can't believe they were stupid enough to not give him any airtime. Well, he. I think he. They just there just wasn't enough to do with like he just was too much with the dudes like he didn't interact with hannah hardly at all well he may have he's just not part he's just not part of the narrative that's how people get like jenna was hysterically funny on the bachelor absolutely hysterical and got no airtime because she just didn't have a narrative there was no story arc so yeah is she doing paradise do you know no she's not she's not they asked her many times. She declined. Probably for the best. Uh, yeah, she's happy now. <laughs> Doesn't need that. She's got. A, I mean, she's got a pig to take care of. She does have a pig to take care of. Exactly. They'd probably let her take that to paradise, though. Oh man, they would have. They're like, yeah, bring the pig. It'll be great. <laughs> we can uh, have a roast if we need to. <laughs> but yeah, John Paul Jones. He'll be. I mean, he'll be. He'll be eating eating chicken nuggets in in paradise real soon. You know who I bet he's eating them with? Who? Jordan Kimball. I'm sure he's there. <laughs> Jordan is almost certainly there. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk. We're going to talk more about paradise um, at the end of this episode. Okay. Because there's not a ton of like we kind of already have talked about what there is to talk about this this episode. <laughs> um, yeah, Jordan's there. John Paul Jones, JPJ, love you, buddy. Can't wait to see more of you. And then my last question before we move on, mac and cheese or spaghetti? Um, are we talking just the standard spaghetti with tomato sauce? Yeah. Mac and cheese. Yeah, agreed. Really good. If it's like easy mac, I still think that that's better than spaghetti. And yeah. I have, I mean, this might be a controversial opinion. I don't like spaghetti that much. I think it's wildly overrated. <laughs> I don't. Eat, I think even among pastas, it's pretty low. 
Yeah, I, I don't. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. It's just like a wet slop. I mean, I think if you, I think there are a lot of amazing pasta dishes out there, but there you have to get creative and sophisticated with it. But just like tomato sauce and spaghetti is not that good. No, I love meatballs. Yeah. I love spaghetti and meatball, oh. but only for the meatball. No, mac and cheese far superior all mac and cheese all mac and cheese is good i haven't had craft macaroni and cheese in a long time it kind of kind of made me want some my mom used to make this really good mac and cheese she should i i should next time i go home i should ask her to make that that was really good i think it was a martha stewart recipe my mother can't cook and my father was a health freak and so we were never allowed to eat anything like mac and cheese so what did you eat what was a typical meal in the in the trumbull house i mean my dad was an amazing cook but he would make kind of exotic things like his uh his big specialty now is ropa vieja which is a cuban dish oh my mom makes ropa vieja too oh nice yeah it's really it's real good um we my dad would do things like every couple of years he would find a new food enemy to campaign against and so one year my mom like went to the grocery store and bought peanut butter and some other things and then went down to make my sandwich for lunch and she was looking all over for the peanut butter and like going crazy. And finally, my dad was like, okay, Diane, I threw it away. Okay, I threw it away. She was like, why would you do that? He's like, because it's poison. <laughs> that was the end of peanut butter in my household. Okay. And what was it with the peanut butter? Was it the hydrogenated oil? It's always the hydrogenated oil. That was, oh yeah, I heard a lot about that growing up. Campbell's soup was nixed at one point. Bagels were on the blacklist. All sorts of things. <laughs> another another controversial opinion for me. I don't like bagels that much. Cancel me. Cancel my ass. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to talk about whatever else there is to talk about after this. Okay, we're back. So... I just want to say that Lucas's self-elimination was the honorable choice. He went out like a samurai. Great, great look for Lucas. Yeah. As as someone who took herself out, how do you feel about his his move? I mean, it was great. We took each other out. We took yeah. We we went out for very different reasons. Yes. Um he I think could see the writing on the wall, which is always nice when somebody is like I mean, you know, chooses their pride in a way that isn't um, isn't desperate. Like they are. It wasn't that he was afraid to be sent home. It, it was just an unnecessary risk to take. Like he, there was no reality where he was going to have a relationship with her. She wasn't sticking up for him at all, you know, and if they had had any kind of relationship, then maybe she would have. So there wasn't in it like anything in this for him. It was just a wholly negative experience that that week. And so like what, you know, what would he have been sticking around for? Literally just the chance at more Instagram followers. So he just he was he did the elegant thing. It was the right move. Shout out to Luke S. Mm hmm. He'll be on Paradise. Hopefully, yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, why not? I mean, he, he, uh, it's good when you don't come off as delusional. <laughs> that's a, that's just a huge plus. <laughs> I actually really liked him in every interaction he had with Luke, with Luke P. I mean, he, he probably, if he were going to be more strategic, he probably should have been a little bit more tight lipped, I guess. But 
or just like let it roll off him a bit more. But he came across as very normal. Yeah. Not delusional. Like he knew exactly what was happening and he was frustrated by it. Like if she's looking for someone who expresses natural emotion, look no further than Luke S. Like, yeah. Reasonable reactions. Right. Reasonable emotional reactions. That it did yeah. not make, he was not an angry dude. He, I mean, there wasn't even real indignation. It was just like, wow, I can't believe I'm in this situation. I can't believe you exist. And then after that, they went to Scotland, which looks beautiful. It really looked great. I studied abroad there in college. Oh, yeah? In Scotland? In Edinburgh. In Edinburgh? Yeah. I always wanted to spend some time in Inverness. I mean, the Scottish Highlands are one of the most beautiful uh, parts of the world. I mean, it's just stunning. It is funny that they're still cold. Still cold? Yeah, they've been cold for weeks now. <laughs> yeah, right. They haven't gone anywhere. They haven't gone anywhere nice, anywhere warm. Hannah was wearing like an Arctic coat. Yeah, she looked freezing while these guys were were wearing kilts with no underwear. With no underwear. God, men are so hot in kilts. I'm such a fan of that look. I wish it were a normal thing you could do these days, but it isn't. But anyways, Tyler C in that kilt. Mmm. Yeah, Tyler C. Look, I mean, Tyler C. is probably a guy who looks good whatever he wears. He looked, he did look incredible. Um, but we're not there yet. We're talking for now. We're talking about Mike, Mike State. So Mike State was boring, but he did say it's a perfect day to fall in love here in Scotland, which is that is the type of phrase that we got the title of this show from. All of the other good stock phrases were taken by the time we started this podcast. So the only one that was left was a beautiful place to fall in love, which is sort of their ad disclaimer, which is what that's what they say when, you know, when the when a tourism department flew them out someplace. Um, so he kind of said he said a version of that every every season, several times a season, there will be some version of of that phrase. Um, also beautiful. Mike smile. What a handsome guy. Yeah. Mike was very endearing this episode. Um I found it a really depressing date to watch because she was so dead-eyed. I mean, she seemed like she has zero interest in him. Yeah. I mean, and just like he he was smiling and it was a nice smile, but he's like, you know, he he was smiling because there was no conversation happening. It was just sort of that um sort of a polite <laughs> polite smile. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, he, this was like one of the conversations where he actually asked her about something about herself because she wasn't asking him any questions. And it kind of pissed me off because she's like, look, if you're going to do this, you have to risk it. You have to be okay with getting your heart hurt, uh, heartbroken or whatever. Just be honest, be vulnerable. I'm going to dump you next week. But for now, like really just open up, you know, open up your heart that you're telling me is very special for you to do. Let it all out. Uh, we've only got a couple more days together. You will get hurt. I mean, it was just like, why are you pushing him to do this thing when you're cl- like clearly not interested? There's no sparkle in your eyes. You're not like close to him. There was no, there was no comfort between them. Those nerves go away as soon as you feel your chemistry, you know, and you are physically close to each other, and you can tell that the energy is in your favor and everything's going okay. But you're gonna stay nervous the entire time if the person, if there's that icy kind of distance. And like, you know, she's saying the right things, but it just doesn't feel quite right. It doesn't click. So I would have been nervous too. Yeah, totally. It seemed like it was a fun, it was a fun date. I would have, I would have liked to have gone on that date. You just kind of walk around the town, go in a little candy shop and a bookstore and stuff. Seemed great. Eat some haggis. 
Seemed fun. Yeah, she hasn't made them do anything too terrible this season, has she? No, they've all just kind of just been like walking around seeing stuff, which is ideal. <laughs> so I've noticed that about the the Bachelorette, they rarely do as much death-defying things as the Bachelor. Yeah. And there's more just like walking around in cities stuff. Yeah. Have they done I don't think you know, I don't think they've done any like skydiving or anything yet this season, have they? No. No. And by this time that kind of date usually goes away. Those are usually the first couple of dates. So like maybe next week there could be, but after that it's very doubtful. Hmm. Maybe Hannah's not into it. Yeah, maybe not. Um, so and the group date, the group date was pretty similar to the group date last week, where the guys just fought. <laughs> it was just, a, just a. I mean, rugby is almost. It's like a like a Scottish sport anyway. You yeah, know? I feel like they've so done Highland much. Games before on this show. They're just starting to repeat shit. Yeah, I mean they've done so many. This is like season what thirty six or something. You know, so like. Yeah, and Bennett's been there for like his entire life, so he's probably over it. Alon's gone. <laughs> There's only so many places that'll have them, you know. <laughs> but it was I th- I thought it was fun. Like the the Scottish guys were fun. The milk uh-huh. the milk uh the huge buckets of milk spilling everywhere was funny to me. Yeah, Jed throwing the milk over himself was actually kind of funny. And it was actually kind of weirdly hot. It smelled so bad. It was kind of hot? I mean, kind of. It's a little weird because it's like milk instead of water, but he looked kind of good with it flattened against his chest. I did think about how funny it would be for the person who had to wrestle him, though. <laughs> like, oh, you smell like milk. You're all sour. Like, it's a... Uh, right. You psych- you're psyching out your opponent. And, like, sticky. Yeah. Oh, wait, but the person who had to wrestle him was Hannah, so that's kind of funny. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I still think Jed's winning. You think Jed's winning? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that's a I think that's a pretty good I think that's a pretty good prediction. Mm-hmm. He was I mean he was feeling it. He was like really he was he was very confident. He was he was flexing a little bit. Yeah. She made out with him. She made out with Pilot Peter on the pool table, and she made out with Tyler, and they were all like hot, intense makeouts, especially with Pilot Peter. I was like on the pool table. I was like. Damn. I was watching with my friend Valerie, who is, she's a very sort of serious erudite person, and she was just watching this with total disgust um, because she just thinks that Hannah is such a plebeian. But basically, she was like, oh my God, did you just see what she did with her leg? She did that cliche leg pop thing, but they're not even standing up. She just tried to do it on a pool table, so it made no sense. <laughs> like Hannah like <laughs> popped her heel while they were hanging out, which is kind of funny. <laughs> I like how Peter had to like very awkwardly push her on the pool table and then she was like, hmm, I've got an idea from this. I'm going to put Tyler C on the bed. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, it's better. It's better if you do it laying down. It's more intimate that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You wanted to talk about Hannah being horny, right? Hannah's horny. That's all. <laughs> um, And then, yeah. So Luke P. Is there more to say about Luke P? We kind of got a lot. Of, we kind of got a lot. Uh, he was just he was very robotic. I'm I wanted to watch watch it again this morning to just like really like try to like analyze what was going on there between the two of them but i didn't get around to it probably for the best because it would have been it was excruciating to watch it was really really rough we both independently um you texted me as i was (laughs) we both we both wanted to die watching this we we agree not you know not i i didn't want to kill myself but i wanted to not be alive while i was watching it you know there's a difference (laughs) 
I just wanted uh, it to stop. I liked how Hannah went up to her producers and was like, can someone just tell him to emote? And they were like, no, you have to tell him. That is such a girl move. So many men have come up to me and they've been like, uh, so my friend's girlfriend was like, talking to me about their relationship and I really don't understand why and it makes me really uncomfortable and I'm just like yeah dude because all women ever want is for somebody else to do their work for them in these relationships because we try we try doing it ourselves <laughs> sometimes we would just like to be surprised by it going well you know by like them just picking up what we're putting down and it never happens so we can just go through the friend you know like if someone else can hint then man that would feel gr- good it just never happens. Aliza's over here like, yes! <laughs> Preach! There have been so... I mean, it's so tempting. Anytime you're in a fight or like a breakup and you kind of have a relationship with the dude's friends to just like drop little hints. Just... And I just... Oh, I wish they would just do it. But they'd never do because bros are different. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like... Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just the sort of thing where it's like... Yeah, may, like maybe maybe if somebody else says it, it'll be they'll they'll understand it better. They'll have a better. But it's like, yo, this is this is just between the two. This is between you guys. If my if my guy friend ever came up to me who was like dating a female friend of mine and did that, I'd be like, yeah, sure, give me fifteen minutes. <laughs> it was weird the way he just kept repeating himself. Right? It was like I was like, what is going on with this dude? I just want you to have clarity. Did I answer your question? No. And then he should have been like, but what is your question? It's not clear what you want. But he, so I'm, no, but it was just like, I got it. She was like, tell me how the fact, like, tell me how the the conflict in the house makes you feel. And he was like, I just want, I just love you. That's all. <laughs> He's like, you're so, you're so perfect to me. That's all. Yeah, but that. And she yeah. was like, ah, I think he doesn't care. Like that was. About what? Like he About doesn't what? feel any, which I felt kind of like, I felt kind of bad for him. Yeah. In a way where it's yeah. like, it can't be like, it can't feel good to have nobody like you. Like even, even. Other villains have had a friend, like Chad Johnson had Canadian Daniel. You know? <laughs> yeah. This is one of the most obviously close group of men that I think we've ever seen. Yeah, they love each other. They love each other. Yeah. So it's just this one outlier. But I don't think that that's actually what she cared about knowing from him. I mean, yeah, like if she's curious about how he feels, but I think what she actually wants to know is what his character is and if there's anything real about him. And that's a difficult thing to answer. I mean, sure, it would have helped if he'd been like, it makes me feel pretty bad. But he did say that. He's like, I'm I'm hurt. But then he did the dumb thing where he's like, T- you know, I'm having my character assassinated and people are make- making up lies and it's frustrating. It's like, no, Luke, try again. Like, take some responsibility. I, I mean, but yeah, he does not have any self-awareness. It does not exist. So, the- I mean, you know, the more you probe him expecting an answer, you're, you're just not going to get anything. And he says so many awesome things um, like, you know, she's like, you just say what I want to hear. And he's like, no, I'll never do that again. I'm like, OK, well, again, you proved her point. That was great. <laughs> I'll never do that again. <laughs> yeah, he was telling her, but she wanted him to show her. She, he was like, she was like, get upset. Right. It was rough. Yeah. yeah. Everyone I've ever met loves me. Should have. I mean, I'm glad she caught on to that. But that like should have been the moment where you're like, I, I never want to see you again. 
How could you ever say that? <laughs> How much longer can he be here? I don't know. I don't know. So you think so? You so is the is the prediction that he talks her out of breaking up with him, or is the prediction that he comes back? I think she's going to talk herself out of out of it. Yeah, because I was watching their conversation at dinner, and I was like, "Can we get this over with?" She's obviously giving him the rose, but then she gave her big, long, drawn out speech, which was like, "I can't give you the rose," but it seems so long that it almost seemed for dramatic purposes. I mean, maybe it was totally natural. I don't know. But the fact that we never saw him walk away mm-hmm. and that we see him in the preview for the next episode. I think, you know, I think I think it could be that she doesn't give it to him, but then he comes back and, uh, you know, maybe he, he shows he's able to uh, imitate human emotion well enough that she's like, okay. You could stay for another week. Yeah. <laughs> She's not looking for much. I mean, he doesn't have to try hard. She wants to give him a rose so badly. Um, oh, by the way, can we just have a segment called History with Hannah? Because she's really brought out some good some good lines. She ha- she does, yeah. What did, what did you like? For instance, today she said that Mary Queen of Scots dealt with a lot of men, but then she got beheaded, and that Hannah would like to be Mary Queen of Scots except without the beheading. Now, what Hannah is forgetting is that Mary, Queen of Scots, was screwed over by every single man that she ever dealt with. So you she don't want to be Mary, Queen of Scots under any circumstances. Last week, she called something the Thomas Edison Hotel and said that it was built in like 1568, which I just thought was funny. Well, that was that was funny. That was a funny bit where she was making up history. No, it was funny. Um, but it's just like a lot of a lot of really good ones. Yeah. Keeps coming. She doesn't seem like she would know this, like she would have, she would know history, but she does. No, she doesn't. No, but I mean, she at least, she knows who Mary Queen of Scots is. Yeah, I guess. But the movie did just come out. Did it? I don't know. I don't really know who Mary Queen of Scots is. I don't care about English history. I don't care about royalty. I don't care. Okay. Aliza is okay. shocked. I'm Irish. the crown. I, I don't want to know much about Irish history, I guess. Um... I don't know what else to talk about with this episode. Nothing happened. Yeah, so we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about Paradise. (laughs) All right, Jacqueline. What's up? Who do you want to see in Paradise? John Paul Jones. John Paul Jones. Connor, the uh, Asian one. Oh, yeah, Connor L. Or Connor J. Connor J. Connor J. (laughs) I, I think other Connor too, tall Connor. I I I think tall Connor would be good. The one who's still there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure. I don't. I'm not attached to him. Like I don't know what his. I don't really know him inherently, but he's a nice guy. Um, who from the last season? I mean, I mean Jordan Kimball there again would be entertaining, but I also did that. Oh, that would be just so annoying. The joke might not be funny anymore. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, it would like really suck because he would, he would 100% bring up the Jenna drama again, which would suck. Um, who else? Who would you want to see? Who's been fun? Well, I think we're probably going to see Cam. I don't, I don't want to see Cam, but I think he's probably going. uh, I think they should just bring back Nick Vile every single season until he gets married. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just to be the just to be like the the oracle just the wise man in which case i will beg to go on paradise you know i actually was thinking i think it would be i think they should bring vanessa on i think vanessa would, she's got a boyfriend oh she does mm-hmm. 
Oh, never mind then. Yeah. Well, leave him. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> did anybody break? Did anybody else break up? I mean, Annalise and Camille, but I can't see them coming back. No. Yeah. As for women, um, I want to see. I want to see uh, Christina again. Yes, yeah, you love her, right? Yeah. <laughs> you probably want to see Tasha. Oh, I want to see Tasha. Yes, Christina and Tasha. Oh. Those are my favorites. <laughs> Um, I wonder if Hannah Godwin will go on. Oh, without a doubt, Hannah Godwin will go on. She's gonna be the she's gonna be the the belle of the ball. Uh huh. It's probably true. She'll probably get engaged. Maybe. Who do you think she'll get engaged to? That's a good. Who will she get engaged to? Blake. Maybe Blake. Oh. Aliza wants him to wants Blake. I think that could. I think that could happen. Remember Blake from uh, from Becca season? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't know if I can see anybody from this season. Maybe like Pilot Peter work out with pilot peter seems like he might be final two. Oh, he's definitely final two. so the top three won't be on yeah um who do you think is the top the last of the top four is going to be luke garrett you think maybe garrett either luke or garrett after this week maybe not i don't think luke actually i think it might be garrett but either way i don't i hope luke doesn't go that would be bad <laughs> oh you know who's definitely going to be there who and it's going to be who? i'm not going to enjoy it is um Nicole and Anyeka. They're gonna they're gonna oh, relitigate yeah. their fight. I feel like this is what happened. Like I loved the women from my season of The Bachelor, and I hated the dudes from Becca's season. Yeah, Becca had a bad crop. Horrible, horrible. And then now I hate the girls from Colton's season and love the guys from uh who's he dinks? Hannah's season. So it's again, it's such a bad matchup. It'll be a it'll be a tough yeah, you don't want the we don't want these guys to get together with these girls. <laughs> Our beautiful boys with Demi. Ugh. Oh yeah, Demi will be there. Okay. Wait, did you read Reality Steve? You know who's there? We're not supposed to. I mean, it's out there. It's out there who's going to be on at least the original cast, but we are not official with that until it uh until ABC releases it. It's also fun because there will be people on who we will not be able to predict. Just some true randos. They always bring in some people who are like, who is that? Yeah. Some people who were who were night one two seasons ago. Uh-huh. God, that must be so exciting for them to get that call. Yeah. So so they'll they'll there will be some people who it's like, I can't eat who is that? Who is that? And then they'll get famous. They won't though. Ange- Angela did. Oh, Angela And did. she's That's single, true. so she could even be back again. Oh, yeah. Bring back Angela. She's real pretty. And she went to West Virginia University, so. Oh, shout out to her. What do you call, yeah. what do you, what do you people from West Virginia call? What, it, like, what's our mascot? Yeah. The Mountaineers. Mountaineers. But is there, is there a, you know, like, Oklahoma Sooners? Yeah, the West Virginia Mountaineers. Whatever. <laughs> okay. I don't, I actually don't know what I'm trying to say. And I think that's a good place to end it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh i'm leah matthews i'm jacqueline trumbull and it's my birthday so go on my picture and comment so i can so i can beat the guy i'm dating and how many picture comments we get on our birthdays <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday jacqueline thank you we love you have a beautiful rest of your birthday many more please rate review and subscribe
Until next time, this has been a beautiful podcast to fall in love. Whether it's a new Netflix original, the latest season of a long-running network drama, or a reevaluation of a legendary comedy series, TV Guide is the place for fans to come and find out about their favorite shows and movies. And, with our help, discover some new favorites as well. From our Watch This Now recommendations and newsletter, to our WTF Just Happened video series, TV Guide is the premier hub for people who love TV as much as we all do to come and hang out. Visit us at tvguide.com, follow us on social media at TV Guide and subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TV Guide for all this great free content and let us help you find your next binge.